Spirit Souls. If you are tuning in, this is the Yes Girl Live show. And I am here with my beautiful, beautiful soul, Jessica Boyd. Hi, Jess. How are you doing this morning? Hi, Christina. So good. How are you? Oh my gosh. I am so excited to be sharing this space with you. It's like mama talk, like our usual that we check in every week. And I'm excited to share you with the audience that I have, that you have, and any new new listeners that are jumping on. Um, if you guys don't already know, Jessica Boyd is a speaker, a writer, she's a life coach, and a single mama, which we are going to get into that. Um, it is, we are both in Colorado. We are actually only like 15 minutes apart from each other, which is so amazing. I like to consider Jess part of my soul tribe. She is someone that connected with me, uh, I would like to say maybe like three years four years ago, something along those lines. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. And we were neighbors <laughs> and then transitioning into the, our new chapter of our life. We both underwent a divorce at the same time, which is super what, what really led us into this beautiful journey that we're on now. Not to say it's with out struggle because that is probably the core, but mm -hmm. it's about maneuvering through it. So I would love you to just tell everyone who you are, what you do, and let them tap into the amazingness that you, you get to possess every single day. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. So my, as Christina said, I am life coaching. I am writing. I am speaking and all of that came from a desire to really turn my pain, confusion into purpose. And I declared a couple years ago when I was working with my first life coach, she was actually specializing in divorce, uh, divorce recovery, but she has a law background. So it was really helpful to have her during the divorce process. And when I was working with her is when, you know, I was working on a couple goals, financial and contribution goals. And I had just this really powerful pull on my heart to write a book. I really wanted to write a book and I really wanted to speak to colleges and high schools about about healthy relationships because prevention, I heard this idea of prevention on a TED Talks, uh, yes. prevention of domestic violence and prevention. I never had considered that being an option for it. That was just something that happened, right? It happened to people. And so that's where it really all stemmed from was this inspiration that Yes, by awareness, education, and and talking about it, that we could really prevent and encourage healthy relationships starting at the high school level, because that's when that's where the root is, right? Like that's where relationships start. That's where long term, deeper relationships will start. And if we can, if we can make a difference there then it can prevent a lot of future hurt and pain in relationships. So, so that's where, yeah, that's where it all began. And a couple of years later, here I am. And 
I've got the first draft of my book written and I have, I've spoken to a couple of colleges so far and, and yeah, a certified life coach. got a couple of clients and yeah, it's all. Oh exactly. my gosh, guys. Okay. Like seriously, when you get to see someone grow from a place that is really scary and very dark. And then you see the sun rise within themselves and this light shine. That's exactly what I've seen in Jess. And it's been so beautiful to see her blossom. And we've both done it in our own way. I think something that you bring up that's really important about what you are targeting in the awareness you're creating in high school students is that uh, prevention in relationships. And I think what I have learned in my own journey is what really makes it heavy is the reactivity that we create and that reactivity and these relationships that we have with our partners end up becoming um, detrimental because we cause all this pain and this hurt that is compounded over time in I love that you say that if we can just create more awareness around it, if we can just create more um, prevention around the idea of what that looks like, then we can then help others like not hurt so much, not have so much pain in their life or even have the pain, but be able to like maneuver maybe around it more healthily, right? I mean, yeah. gosh, can you imagine if we had that you and I in high school, if we had that kind of education, <laughs> we create the things that we need ourselves, even if it's for our younger self, we create those things. We write the books that we need. We create the support groups that we need. And I, I say that all the time. If I would have only had this well, if I would have only had a speaker at my school to tell me about the most important thing in life relationships and what, what healthy relationships look like, what unhealthy relationships look like. Wow. Yeah. And we're, we are human. That is an innate need that we have is connection and, and being in relationships with other people. And that's not just intimate relationships or romantic relationships, right? It's the relationships we have with our children, the relationships we have with our parents and other friends and all of that leads into each other. And there is a core of healthy uh patterns and healthy ways that we can learn to work in that. And I always think about attachment styles because I think that's where my heart really gravitates to when it comes to being a coach myself is really identifying like what those are because also as far as what you learn in your own personal relationships and experiences, there's also the relationships that you have with your primary caregivers growing up that has a lot to do with how you decide to have that conflict resolution within your partnerships as an adult, right? And so I think that those are all such valid points, like how, where can we bring this awareness in? And I think high school students is such a beautiful place because at that point, they're, they're, they can absorb the information and really attain the complexity of what it could actually involve. And they already have some real good like life experience that they can apply and really understand what you're teaching. So gosh, thank you so much for being just the change in the world and allowing us to heal. Cause you know, healing community is how we heal collectively. Um, and when we see one person doing it, it helps us have the courage to do it ourselves. So thank you for 
being that light girl. Thank you. Um, So, okay. The next thing I want to ask you is we, you and I talk about being single mamas and being a proud single mama. You are building also community within the, the motherhood and wanting moms to know, you know what, you're just not alone, but you know, for some of us, cause I've had experience with dating and, um, someone I am dating currently had a problem with me using single mama. He's like, you're not a single mama. So you actually have a beautiful definition. And this could give some of us some clarity because it's kind of a foggy place to be. You know, if you're newly divorced, newly broken up, whatever, it's like, well, what am I? Like you kind of lose some identity and then you're trying to figure out this new path. So what does that look like based on like what you teach and what you help your clients like resonate with? Yeah, definitely. I think it's important to definitely be able to, to look into that in name and be able to identify you're right. And I'm a researcher at heart and <laughs> I need those names and those definitions myself. I know that can be very helpful. And I, I was wondering that myself too. I'm like, well, am I a single parent? I'm a co-parent. I know that. Does that mean I'm a single parent still? And so I did, I went to work and did some research, but yeah, the definitions that I, I find, and I think it's really important. Uh, I host a single mom community call and, and I think it's important for, for single moms to know, okay, what makes me a single mom and to qualify for being part of this community? What is that? So I just want to say, this is right from my website. I have it on there as a disclaimer, like this is, these are the facts about single moms or parents. Co-parenting does not disqualify you from being a single parent. The definition of a single parent is a person who lives with a child or children and who does not have a spouse or live-in partner. So you can be a co-parent and still be a single mom. You are a single mom. And even if you're dating, as long as, you know, if you don't have a live-in partner, you're a single parent. You are a single parent still. Reasons for becoming a single mom or parent vary and can include divorce, breakup, abandonment, death of the other parent, childbirth by a single person, or single person adoption. Well. That is so clarifying for me personally to hear that you it's not an and or, it's both. You can be and mm-hmm. slash or. It's accepting those two together that really allow you to accept that, like, hey, I can be more than just a co-parent. I can be more than just a single mom or a single parent. Like I'm both. And I think that's really important for us who are going through this transition or maybe have been still feeling lost in it being years out of a divorce, right? Um, I think it can be very challenging and having those facts gives you some type of like comfort to relate to. Yeah. Right. Totally. It's comforting. It's like, okay, that's, that's me. And it's so, it's so important to have that identity and so important to have community around that. And the more single mom support groups we have, the better. There is nothing more validating than being, nothing that feels better 
than being validated by other women who are experiencing the same thing. Absolutely. Similar successes, similar trials. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I think that you and I have experienced that together in our relationship. We've experienced that together in being in each other's mom groups because me and Jess are heavily involved in each other's life as well, which is such a blessing. And there's nothing more supportive than knowing you are not alone in your struggle and to have someone there to listen, just to hear you because you feel so alone and and isolated in the path that you're on when it comes to like breaking these relationships and single parenting alone by yourself. It, it, It can be so scary. It can be again, like, yeah, just feel so alone. And when you create these groups, it allows you to know that you are not. And so, yes, thank you also for doing that for our community. Yes. And the more we have of it, I think a lot of times too, people will think like, oh my gosh, I can't do it because it's already being done. But I think that is the exact opposite. Like actually, yes, if you feel called and you feel moved and it's something that speaks to your heart, then absolutely. Another thing I want to talk about too, about speaking to your heart is the fact that I have a lot of mommies that follow me that are trying to build businesses, interested in wanting to have a business or trying to do both, build a business and work. And you said something so interesting to me yesterday that made me feel like, okay, like it's okay to have both. Again, almost the same thing as you can be a single parent and a co-parent, but with your job, you are also still working in corporate America, plus building your life coaching business and writing and speaking like, oh my God, you are so amazing. So tell me when you said to me yesterday, you know, my current job, having that gives me security. A lot of us struggle with the balance of like, okay, well, I want to pursue this beautiful dream of mine but then I have to leave this job. Like I have to leave my job, right? Cause this is currently like a transition that I'm going through as well. So can you tell us a little bit more about like why your current job gives you security and how that helps you even move forward with your entrepreneurship? Uh-oh, I for, for me as a single mom, a lot of, securities fell away through divorce. Finances, you know, where am I going to live? All of these things that make us even just so scared to make the break. You know, the one thing all along that, that I was told by counselors or, you know, just even felt to myself, the one thing that was a rock for me was my job. And they, they do tell you, you don't make any big decisions the first year after any trauma, whether it's, or tragedy, whether it's a death of a loved one or a divorce, which can be very similar feelings to the loss of a loved one. And uh, any, any, big, any big loss in life, we need time to recover and to like make sound good decisions. So that's why I, I kept my job through divorce, even though some days it was the hardest thing I ever did. I didn't know that I would be able to. I thought, oh my gosh, I can't handle this or I'm going to get fired or something, you know, and, and somehow I made it through and I'm so thankful for that. And 
the security it provides helps me to move forward. That that I know that I have that and it's a priority and then I can expand time in other areas like the mornings or when I don't have my son, those evenings, I don't have my son. For a while, I was filling, filling that time with other small jobs. I worked at a restaurant at one point until COVID hit. And you were, you worked at a plant shop. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, you know, did what I knew how to do, you know, make, go work retail, you know, <laughs> in my, in my time off. And, and then when all of COVID hit, you know, I, I really was forced to look at what do I really want? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, the, the, I, there have been moments that I have wanted I, and I've been ready and I'm like, okay, it's time to make the break. I'm ready to go. But I have gotten some really amazing people in my life mentoring me saying, bus- you know, businessmen who, who have become dear friends that, that say, you are a single parent. You keep your job, keep your job, build your business. It's the side hustle, you know, but wake up earlier, wake, you know, do it on your time off, but keep your job because that is that they say, if I would have only kept my job or if I would have only, or that's what allowed me to, to pursue my dream was having that, having both having the security, but also chasing the, the new dream. And I've been told by multiple successful businessmen keep working, keep working until your new position income is higher than what you're currently at and then make the break. Yes. And I found a lot of peace and security in that. I'm like, okay, this, you know, that you think that you have to make these big risks and big jumps and you do business does require that. However, you don't have to let go so quickly. It takes time to build a clientele. It takes time to build your business. And when you don't have the pressures of, oh my gosh, I have to do this because now I don't have my security. I don't have my job because I decided to leave or I, I quit. It, it just gives a little bit more peace and and a pace, I'll call it peace and pace that, you know, you can, you can work with. It's a marathon. And I found for me that it, it is nice on, on the days when building a business is hard. It's like, okay, well, I have this, I have my job. I can cling to that. And you can make the most of it while you're there. I've really come to know myself within my team instead of instead of being like, oh, well, I'm doing this other thing now and I don't, I don't fit here anymore. And really I've, I've learned to lean into, well, who am I? And you know, what kind of character do I wanna build in, any, in anywhere that I am? And let me be that while I'm here. And so, and so it's just been a really awesome journey to, to discover that too. And in my personal journey at work, I've become known as the team builder. Yes. And I am the team lead now of, of something, well, we're working with the name, but of a fun committee <laughs> working virtually can be very isolating. And I've been like, I've become to be known of 
of building community in my team. And I, I'm, I love that. And so I'm leaning into that and, and finding happiness in both finding happiness, in what I'm doing now and knowing that it won't be forever, but it is a beautiful now and it's a bridge and it's helping me get to where I, I want to go. Oh, oh my gosh. So many golden nuggets that you just fed us in all of that. You just said, I love how you said peace and pace, peace and pace. And I think that brings us to your word of the year, which is yes. Balance. <laughs> just balance. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, tell us about that. How do you, how do you find the balance between um, you know, being a mom and writing your book. And I think you touch based on, you know, just getting up earlier and um, finding security and where you're at and building intention about where you're at. But what else, like how else are you making that work for you? That could have possibly help another mommy out here who's trying to do it. You know, my mom growing up, she, it's like back to basics for me. Balance is like back to basics for me. She always told me growing up, you need balance in your life. And when I think of that word balance, I, I picture my mom and, and it is so important that yes, we, we have, we can get for me personally, I get so excited about one project and then it just, you know, and then it takes over, but when I hear the word balance, I remember that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And then it brings back that pace, like, okay. And then peace becomes part of, um, just part of the, the process in that. And how do I do it? Well, that is a good question. (laughs) That is a good question. I asked myself that a lot. Uh, coffee and waking up early (laughs) and, you know, just focusing on the positives uh, and using time, using time wisely when I don't have my son. Mm-hmm. I try to plan out how to utilize that time the best, how to expand time, mm. which I have, I found just by waking up earlier, waking up before him. And just remembering that everything will happen in its time. I'm, you know, we are right on time in our life. Affirmations help me a lot. <laughs> Just remembering that we're right on time. That affirmation, yes. you are yes. right on time. And that always kind of brings me back to a grounded state. Mm. Yes, grounding is so important when you're talking about balance, in my opinion, as well. So thank you for sharing those tips and how you do that, because I think that'll be very beneficial for any person that is trying to toggle between all these different um, goals that they have in their life. Okay. I really want to get into just a little bit, whatever you're willing to give us about your book. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Yeah. <laughs> Without giving too much away because we want to leave them suspenseful so they'll sign up to get your pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, my book is my experience in relationships, really. Okay. And it is it's a a very in-depth look at what it might what it looks like to go through 
leaving an unhealthy relationship mm. when we have been programmed our entire life and maybe have been blinded by, by what that looks like and what that is and what it takes to break generational patterns so we can move on and show our children healthy and and what the the pain in the process look like and normalizing all of that so it in turn is a confirmation validation and like a how to how to break free from from unhealthy toward healthy oh my gosh I love that I love that. And I think that is it. It's just breaking those ties that we've created over time and building awareness. Again, the same thing that you're teaching these high school students in your speaking events. Like That is so big. Oh my gosh. So thank you for that. Guys, you better get on her website right now. Okay. Which you'll give to us at the end of this, but get to her website and make sure you sign up so you can get on her subscription list so we can get on the know when that is going to drop. Do you have a relative time yet? Or is it just kind of up in the air yeah i have we have a uh, set date uh october october this year for yes uh, yes Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. You inspire me so much. Like even in this call alone, I I can just tell all, I can take all these different pieces of how you're incorporating things into your life and different things that I'm struggling with, with the balance, with finding security in my current job, with wrapping myself around being a single parent, single mama, and a co-parent, like all of those things are so beautiful. Like you've given us so much knowledge and so much beauty and all the things that you've experienced and how you're just blessing the world. Is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with as, as, as a last advice, or maybe something that you wish you knew when you were younger that you know now, or what you've learned, something, one last little piece of your heart that you'd love to leave with us and that could help us move forward. And then we'll move into my this or that segment. Yeah. Wow. I mean, thank you, Christy. Yeah. There's a couple a couple of things that come to mind, but the one that's really on my heart today that I just want to share is, is prevention is this idea of prevention is so key with, with relationships and uh, mental health as well. And the idea of, of coaching and just keep self-care, keeping, taking care of yourself it's become apparent to me that we will eventually pay for our mental health in one way or another. Yeah. So you either are going to pay prevention or Through treatment. Activity. Yeah. treatment. Yeah. Prevention or treatment. And so I just, I encourage everyone to find a coach that fits for you. Yes. Everyone to, to explore that mentorship relationship because it can be the most effective way to move forward when you are facing troubles in life that are, are big and hard to navigate. And so I just encourage mentorship and coaching, go out, find it, explore it. It is worth every penny you will spend. 
Absolutely. And between Jess and I, we have therapists, mentors, <laughs> life coaches. We have all of them. Just because we are a life coach ourselves, it doesn't remove the necessity that we need it in our own lives. And I think that's what makes a really good coach is knowing that you can also surrender to the to the guidance of someone else in your own life. And that makes us human. That makes us human. And, you know, I am all about when I see other women, women winning, I'm also winning. And that's what I love about what we promote here is that, you know, collaboration over competition, just because Jess and I are both life coaches, it doesn't mean that we can't support each other in that. It doesn't mean that we're against each other. No, if anything, this is helping us find ways that we can build the community stronger. How, how, what may work for you and what I teach may not be for you. And maybe Jess is someone that you resonate with in her story and the experiences that she's had. So we are all in this together. And I think out of everything you said too, that the prevention again is huge here. Prevention issues and self-care. Self-compassion is something that in the last month, I've really had to focus on. Well, I don't have to, I get to focus on. And so it has been very fruitful to take the time in for myself. So thank you so much, Jess, for your time, for your love, for all the ways that you are contributing to changing the world. So guys, what I really like to do at the end of every Yes Girl segment is I get into this or that. And basically it's just a way that we can really get to know our 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 uh, speaker just a little bit better on a little personal level, something fun. You are part of the fun committee girl. So I think you are all about this. <laughs> and she's also really fun with her son. Just the side note, I just want to throw this out there. She's all about adventure. She's all about like adding spontaneity. How do you say that? Spon spon Spontaneity, right? Spontaneity, yes. <laughs> She's all about adding that into her life as being a mama. And it is so beautiful to see because you can just, you just see her son light up when she like adds these, all these fun ways. I've actually just side note, guys, if you're looking for a fun way to make your bath fun, add colored bath bombs and neon glow sticks. She gave me those <laughs> tips because now we do it every night. And when we run out of bath bombs, my son's like, mom, we got to go to the dollar store. We're out, we're out. <laughs> So thank you. She is definitely part of the fun committee. That's all I got to say. All right. So let's jump into this or that. You ready, girl? Yes. Bring ready? it. Let's okay. see. All right. Beach or mountains? Beach. Yes. She loves San Diego. Oh, I didn't have to think about that. Um, sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Okay. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Okay. Uh, smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Mm, smooth. Ah, I'm the crunchy. I love crunchy. Okay. Uh, Netflix or Hulu? Mm, Netflix. Okay. Do you watch, are you watching anything right now? I don't have time for TV. Okay. Love yeah. it. Love yep. it. Um, okay. So let's stop. Let's see. Night owl or early riser? Both. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your problem. working business. It's a problem. <laughs> I'm the same. Same, same, same. Okay, let's start. Let's get into some mom ones. Um, step on a Lego or step in pee. Ooh, step in pee. I'd <laughs> yeah. rather step in pee. Those Legos are painful. Oh my gosh, they hurt. <laughs> they hurt. Okay. Uh, sleep in or take a nap. Ooh, sleep in. 
Ooh, sleep in. <laughs> Shower in peace or shop in peace? Hmm. <laughs> Shower. Shower, okay. And last one, give up wine or give up coffee? I would give up wine. <laughs> I, that is crazy. I cannot live without my coffee. And how do you take your coffee? I uh, am drinking black coffee lately. Yes, girl. Yep. Simple. Yep. Oh my God. I love you so much. Well, girl, that ends the this or that segment. I am so honored and so privileged to share this space with you. Thank you for taking the time. I value you. I admire you. I respect you and I love what you're creating here in this universe right now tell everybody where we can find you how we can connect with you if we're interested in working with you what does that look like everything can be found on my website you can uh, schedule a call with me there and contact me there at www.1in3to3.com it's one, the number one, I N number three, I N or two free, sorry, one in three, two free. So the two is the T O and maybe you can share that, uh, written somewhere, but either way you can, <laughs> you can, you can find everything <laughs> one in three to free. It's, I'll explain it this way. The stat one in three women experience domestic violence in the United States currently. And so it's one in three to free. Oh, girl, I love that. I love that. So one in three to free, we can find you also on one in three and free to on Instagram as well, correct? Yep. Okay, awesome. Well, you heard it. You heard it here, y'all. Jess is here for you. She's here for all you single mamas out there who are looking for community, who are looking to just prevent, if you know high school students that are in situations that you don't know how to help them out of, Jess is also obviously specialized in that. So again, thank you so much, babe. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for what you do. Yes. Girl. All right, guys. Till next time.